Hello everyone and welcome to episode 16 of The Writer Report. My name is Claire O'Toole. I am a social media assistant here at The Guardian and today I'm joined by Maxwell, Right Life Reporter. Hello everyone. And we are joined with a new voice today, Holly Letts. She is a uh, fifth year social media assistant. Hello. And today we're joined with a very special guest. She is the staff advisor at The Guardian, um, Deb Lamp. She is the, also the associate director of the Student Involvement and Leadership Office. And we thought it would be fun to kick off the semester with a new guest and get to know more about Debbie because everyone at The Guardian knows her and loves her and we just thought it would be fun to sit down with Debbie and talk about uh, what her job is like. So Debbie, had had you heard about Wright State before you worked here? Yes, I had. Yeah. Where where did you work previously? Um well, I worked at Capital University in Columbus, Ohio, as their first Greek advisor and a hall director. And then I worked at Coastal Carolina University in Conway, South Carolina, as the director of student life. I think that was my title there. Then I worked at Fairleigh Dickinson University um, in uh, I can't believe I can't remember the name of the two towns, but the Florham Park and Madison, New Jersey, the campus straddles two towns. And then I worked at Ohio Wesleyan University, and now I'm at Wright State. But I had a very good friend that worked at Wright State, so that's how I knew about it. Oh, great. How long have you worked here? I have worked at Wright State since July 2nd of 2012. Nice. So... Almost 10 years, not just yet, but almost. Yeah, that's awesome. Eight, eight years, yep. What, uh, what positive experiences have you had? I know we have a lot of fun with you at The Guardian. What experiences have you had with The Guardian or before that you've really liked that you'd like to share? Well, every year I really enjoy working with all of, all of you as students at The Guardian. And um, each... Each year it's a little different because there are different students. It's, um, and it's always interesting to see the personality that the, the group will take on. And it's been especially um, rewarding even during the pandemic that I still feel like I've gotten to know quite a few of the folks on The Guardian, not just the executive board. So um, I, I do really enjoy that. I, I miss being in the office and, and seeing this, all of you in, in your own zone and things like that. Um, and seeing people come in and you all interacting with them. I, I think that's really a fun part of being at the guardian. I, I miss that too, definitely. And I think that it's so special that we get to have our weekly meetings and our team meetings online on zoom. 
Um, and so what did you do at Wright State? Have you always been uh, in this position? No, I, I actually started as the assistant director um, of leadership and moved up to the associate director. And what, what would you say is the biggest difference or the biggest change for you between those two positions? Um, I supervise people now and um, I get to work with more different student organizations more in depth. That's great. What does this uh, position entail? I know that you're also uh, an advisor to the Student Organization Budget Committee, as well as the Special Funding Committee for Student Orgs. Tell us a little bit about that. A Special Funding Committee or? Yeah, either one. Okay. Um, well, SOBC and SFC are the ways the, that student organizations can get money from the university, essentially, from student government. And so SFC, Special Funding Committee, is one-time funding, and the cycle for that is throughout the entire year. The SOBC is Student Organization Budget Committee, and that is once-a-year funding for essentially the whole following year. Um, and there's a quite an involved process with that. And um, I work with a student committee on, on both of those different boards. Okay. So you're not just doing the Guardian, which is what I had thought previously, but it sounds like you're pretty busy. What is your everyday like? No day is the same. And it just depends on if there are any kind of fires or anything to put out do those first. But I, I generally have um, a series of meetings throughout the day and opportunities to create programs and interact with students. Um, again, it's kind of strange this year just simply because we're not, I'm not on campus. I'm, I'm working out of my dining room right now. So um, it, I do miss the everyday interaction. Yeah. What was a memorable moment? I know that you have said uh, being at home, of course, and this pandemic, what have been some memorable moments working uh, in any of these positions? Well, for The Guardian, there's lots of fun, memorable moments of just silly things that have happened in the office or unfortunate misprints or something that ended up being relatively funny. Um, and then also uh, when the Guardian has won awards has been really rewarding, especially this past year. Seeing the Guardian um, evolve from a paper print publication to uh, only online and being one of the only online papers in not, probably not the nation, but at least Ohio and, and feeling um, really positive about all the neat things that the Guardian's been able to do and create and and really enjoyed seeing it grow and flourish and seeing the, the other campuses look to Wright State to say, hey, how did you do this successfully? That is pretty cool. We think of campuses such as Ohio State or Ohio University that are bigger, maybe more popular. Um, so it is really cool. The last time I was on hosting, I had Sarah Cavender on with us. And she was the previous editor-in-chief, and she was talking about the same thing, how it's so rewarding to see see everything grow. Um, I, was, I just had a, a question that came 
off the top of my head, what is it like working with the editor-in-chief, whether it's Sarah or currently Kenzie? What, um, what role do you and the editor-in-chief of The Guardian have? Do you connect a lot? Yes. Yeah. Traditionally, um, we meet weekly just to make sure everything's okay and check in. Um, and I work with the editors to see if there are any kind of um, human resource issues that, that need to be um, addressed or anything. Sometimes uh, the editors ask for some advice or um, I might have a story idea or something to share with the group. Um, it I pretty much let the um, editor-in-chief have the run of the meeting and, and, you know, utilize me. However, sometimes they're asking me who they could talk to for a certain article or, um, what, what my thoughts are. I'm not an, uh, an expert and I will clearly state that I'm not a, a media expert by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I was a, an English major in college and also, um, secondary ed teacher, um, major essentially. And so I, I have more radio experience than I do actual news writing. I did take some news writing classes and I've had the um, pleasure of working with yearbooks throughout the year and also um, some newspapers at, at my different positions. But this is uh, by far the place where I have worked more specifically with the media groups. Uh, so Debbie, since uh, you you do uh, the Guardian, but you're also um, advising clubs such as uh, Troop, the Tabletop Club, and WWSU, have you have you had to take different approaches um, when advising these different types of clubs, or is it relatively the same sort of style of approach? Well, I think my leadership style doesn't necessarily change, but I like to make sure that I'm meeting the student organization where they are. And so some of the groups have well-established leaders, people that have been in leadership positions for quite some time, and some are brand new. And so it just depends on what, what kind of assistance that they, they want or um, the, the groups like University Activities Board and The Guardian and um, the radio station and um, the Commuter Student Association are more uh, part of my actual job description. So they take a lot more time than other student organizations. But um, I mean, I, I want the student organizations for which I serve to thrive. So I do what essentially the groups need to to be successful what we had talked about before we started here you said that you yourself were on a radio show in college tell us about that uh at otterbein it was otterbein college at the time it's otterbein university now and they I, i was a communications comprehensive major so being on the radio station was part of what you had to do and so their radio station is w-o-b-n and i their call letters have changed, their numbers rather have changed. And I think it was like 103.6 when I was there. And so I grew up in New Jersey and went to, to Otterbein in Westerville, Ohio, and I had family out here. So it was, it was like going away from home, but not really. And so lots, 
lots of people went home on the weekends at that point at college. And so my show was on after on Saturday after the football game. So there weren't really a lot of people that listened to my show, unfortunately. Um, but I, I did enjoy it. It was a little bit um, hard to talk to nobody. So I used to bring pictures of family and friends and even just rip things out of magazines that look like people and hang it up on the, the it, there was a glass, a two-way glass um, in front of the booth. And so I would do that to talk to people so that I, I sounded more human instead of kind of flat. So um, we had to make PSAs and um, gosh, at that time we actually played real records and um, because it was, you know, back in, in the stone ages when the earth was cooling when I was in college. So um, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very automated, but the board that WOBN has is very, or I'm sorry, that WWSU has is very similar to what we had. So those things have not changed, but it's so much more now is completely computerized that we, we did not have. Um, but I know when I worked at Fairleigh Dickinson, I worked with the student radio station there and they, they had more automation and things like that. Like just CDs were a big thing at that point. And so you could, they could play CDs, but we didn't have that. We had only records, 45s, um, and the, the larger size records. And so we could play anything we wanted, just like at WWSU. And I always ended with um, Springsteen's Jersey Girl. That was kind of my little <laughs> signature. And I still have some reel-to-reel -reel tapes that were the recordings that we had to hand in. Um, not that I have a reel-to-reel -reel player anymore, but that was those were fun. And um, listening to yourself and and realizing you don't really sound like you think you sound um, and you're not maybe as funny to other people as you think you are to yourself. So um, it, it was a great experience. Wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world. So W said you had more radio experience than you did news writing experience. Um, how difficult was that transition when you became the staff advisor for the Guardian and doing more of the news side of news writing kind of thing instead of radio? It's it's really not a lot different. I don't think it's the part that I work with primarily are are the people. And so um, transitioning from one to the other isn't isn't really that difficult. Um, it's just working with different students and, and challenging them to do their best work in, in either situation. Well, that's great. Um, so, Debbie, I'm not sure how much you feel comfortable talking about, which is fine, but um, you've been here a while, and as you know, we went through a strike a couple of years ago, and I wondered how that changed your job. Sure. Um, I, I work for students at Wright State University, so when the strike happened, um, we were asked earlier what we could potentially teach. And so I turned in the things that I could teach and lo and behold, they like took me up on everything. So I had two English classes and three communications classes and they had actually asked me to do more. And I was, you know, thinking, well, that's all well and good, but first of all, do I get books to prepare? And, you know, I still need to do my my true job, the, the associate director position, because that's not stopping just because there's a strike. So 
thankfully it didn't last very long, but it was really fun to be back in the classroom and working again with students in a different light. And it was, it was interesting to see some of the students that I worked with in different student organizations in the classroom and, and see the different dynamics that, that were on there. It was certainly not um, one of my favorite times at Wright State, just the turmoil and upheaval and people being upset. Um, that's, that's not a fun environment to work in. No, that puts you in a tough spot. You're staff, but you work for students, so it's kind of hard. Right. Do you, Holly and Maxwell, do you remember the strike? I wrote a story about this for the uh, magazine that's coming out in spring, and I just wondered what your guys' experience were really like. So I was not at Wright State yet um, when the strike was happening. I was actually at Miami, um, but my brother was at Wright State. Um, and he was struggling a lot with uh, teachers that weren't coming to classes and he wasn't getting like the work that he needed and nothing was posted. And so I know he struggled a lot with that. Um, but again, I wasn't there. I didn't personally experience it. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so, Debbie, do you have anything that you would like to share with us in terms of our podcast or what we can do uh, to be helping ourselves as we? prepare for graduation or going further in college oh goodness how long do we have oh um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding well one of the first things I would tell any student and I do tell students is to get involved and so you all are doing that but making sure that your college career is rounded making sure that you're not just a scholar, but you're also doing some things to develop that scholarship outside of the classroom and that you're doing something just for fun. Um, I don't, it doesn't matter what else you like to do. I know that Maxwell does the troop and um, has been part of the radio station. And so, you know, it's important to, to be uh, well-rounded and, and most of the time employers are very interested in what's happening, what you've done outside of the classroom. Like, how do you prove what you know? Mm-hmm. I also would encourage students to visit the Career Center at Wright State sooner than later and make sure that you are perfecting your resume and any kind of um, internship or job that might somehow be connected to what you think you would like to do is really important because figuring out Chances are, in your lifetime, first of all, many of the jobs that you all will be doing are not even literally invented yet. And being flexible and being able to talk about the skills that you have and the transferable skills that you have is key. So making sure that you can talk about your time at The Guardian or in XYZ student organization and and help the employers understand how you're the best candidate for the position because you have these skills. Those are some of the things that the Career Center can really help you do. I would encourage every student to make sure that they have um, a resume on Handshake and that you do participate in any of the activities that they have as far as um, any kind of workshops. They're, they're free, more for your tuition dollar, literally. I'm sure that they have them happening right now virtually. 
any kind of um, job fair, anything like that, I would totally participate in if I were you because learning how to network and talk to different people and literally it's like cold calling someone being mm -hmm. able to just walk up and say, hi, I'm Debbie Lamp and I'm interested in learning what your company can and I could do together is a really important skill. Uh, that does sound like cold calling. You're right. That is, it's good to have practice uh, in career fairs. Um, well, Debbie, I have one last question for you. Um, what are you hoping to accomplish in the new semester, in this new year, um, at The Guardian or otherwise? Well, I'm working on the SOBC, SFC policies, and our office is working on revising all of the student organization policies and, and updating them and making sure that they're still viable. So that's a huge undertaking, and it's, it's a team approach. It's not just me. Um, I'm looking forward to actually working with SFC. They haven't um, been together yet as a committee, so that, that will be good. Um, I'm hoping that more students this semester will participate in some of the virtual activities that are happening on campus because I know that the student organizations are working incredibly hard to make student life still viable. I, I wish I could say that I really thought that by the end of the year we would be much more normal than we have been, but I'm, I think that this year unfortunately is not, that's not going to happen. So participating in, in activities that are online um, and virtual, I think are really important. I know that University Activities Board is working incredibly hard and, um, you know, listen to the radio station, read the newspaper, do uh, participate in Black History Month activities and um, all the things that happen. Because once again, those are opportunities to help make you well-rounded. Yeah, absolutely. A question that we always like to ask on the Ritter Report uh, to Debbie and to Holly is, do you drink coffee? And if you do, how do you take your coffee? I definitely drink coffee. I enjoy all kinds of coffee. Um, and I actually have a big uh, cup of coffee right now. It's iced coffee because mm. it's left over from the breakfast coffee. And I drink it with half and half, no sweeteners. Uh, I also have an iced coffee sitting right here with me um, with just a little bit of uh, creamer and a little bit of half and half. Mm. That's how I like my coffee. Sounds good. Tune in to WWSU 106.9 FM, Fairborn Dayton, Dayton's Right Choice. We have a lot of stuff on the radio, radio station. We have music, um, both stuff that our DJs are playing, and also automation. We have coverage of Wright State's basketball games. We have talk radio. We have comedy. It's always a lot of fun. And also, if you like, um, if you like music, whether it's rock, pop, or pop culture, or literally anything, uh, tune in to Rockin' Raider um, Mondays from 3 to 5 p.m., right before the Raider Report, hopefully, um, if we keep the same slot we did last week, or excuse me, last semester. Um, we're also starting up a podcast called Musically Right that uh, Nick and possibly Claire will be on here uh, rather shortly. And it's going to serve as a little goodbye 
and a little thank you to the Raiders who have made the show um, such such a good experience because this is my last semester um, here at Wright State, and it's fun to go out with a bang. That's amazing. And Debbie, I did have uh, another quick question. It's just a fun one. Are there any student organizations that you would like to pitch, that you would like to promote? Um, I would promote Engage to all students. Every student that has a W number, which is all of you, have the access to Engage. And I would encourage you to go on and investigate all the clubs and organizations that are available. The Student Involvement and Leadership Office also has a newsletter that you can receive. It'll come out every other week. Um, and we are having a organization expo on the 21st of January from two to three on Engage. It's free. You can participate and learn about other student organizations and pop into their rooms and see um, what the different organizations have to offer and some of the activities that they have planned for the semester. Well, those sound awesome. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for joining us. It was really nice to hear from you. Thank you for having me. Have a great semester, everybody. Thank you, Holly. It was great to talk to you. I hope you will join us uh, again sometime. Yeah, that was so much fun. I'd love to join again. Oh, I'm glad, Maxwell. I'm glad that you and I are on this team together, as always. Um. So that is it for this week's episode. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to follow us on Spotify and at all of our social medias at WSU Guardian. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.